It is uh, 14 minutes now before um, 4 o'clock. We speak to Solim Simanga next, who is the leader of the DA in Gauteng. So following Randall Williams' res- resignation as the executive mayor of the city of Tuane, the DA's Gauteng provincial leader, Solim Simanga, has praised Williams for his work in putting the needs of the residents first in an in, in an often turbulent political environment, stating his reasons for his sudden resignation, Williams said that he had not wanted the political instability that has taken place in Johannesburg and Ekurleni to spill over into Tuane. Soli now joining us on the line. Soli, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So what's the reason that was given by Randall Williams to the party why he wants to resign? Well, thank you very much, and good afternoon to you, Aldrin, and to also the SAFM uh, listeners. Well, there's quite a number of things that have come through. One was that, uh, um, you know, Randall's health has not been the greatest. You'd remember that. Hi, Solly. Uh, Hi, Solly, we lost you there. Okay, we're going to try and get uh, Solim Simanga back on the line. Solim Simanga will be speaking to us about Randall Williams' resignation. And yes, once again, here in Gauteng, Yet another metro is going to have a new mayor because eventually council will need to sit down and then elect the new mayor. And where would that new mayor be coming from? Okay, Soli, we got you back on the line. You're explaining the number of reasons um, that uh, Randall Williams had stipulated, including his health. Yes, um, you know, you would know, as I was saying, that he's been in and out of hospital for long periods um, last, uh, last year. And that is number one. Number two is that, you know, there has been quite a number of, uh, um, in, you know, people pushing for investigations, which has been clearing him, but uh, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, people want to let off. And he says that, you know, that is something that has really affected him. And he realizes that that could also mean that there are those that within the coalition that might, uh, you know, wanting um, him out. And therefore, um, to stabilize um, and to make sure that we don't have any, um, you know, um, coup or um, hijacking of a municipality, as we would have seen other in other places. He felt that it would be uh, proper for him to step aside and perhaps allow somebody who um, would have energy or even uh, new ideas in terms of how we then begin to stabilize um, the municipality and what it is now needed on this municipality to fast track uh, issues of service delivery and also to stabilize its finances. So, so, so was this resignation triggered by himself, or did the party have a conversation about with him? Well, we did have a conversation in terms of what are the plans and whether he would have the energy. But I can tell you that this resignation came from him. It was not he was not forced. If that's what you're asking. Okay. So, when the party had the conversation with him, um, what on what premises did the party have that conversation? Well, quite a number of things. One was on the issue of um, the Oscar General's report, as you would know. And there was a comprehensive response that we got. In fact, factually, we were able to then see where the, uh, the big bulk of uh, the so-called uh, 10 billion um, rand regular expenditure comes from. And in fact, if you look at that, it comes from contracts that were inherited um, since uh, 2011. If you're looking at contracts like uh, the fleet management contract, you're looking at the PEU uh, contract, the smart meter contract, the, 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 the fiber rollout project, you realize that once the court has declared those as um, illegal contracts that the city shouldn't have gone into, the Auditor General looks at those monies that have been spent during the time of those contracts as unauthorized expenditure or irregular expenditure. Therefore, those money will then be lumped up now mm. Um, that makes that uh, uh, amount of money. In fact, if you were to look at it, 
Um, even in the last year's um, uh, um, so-called 1.2 billion rent, 800 or 900 of that, again, is money that was actually then paid to South relating to one of those same contracts. So if you were to then say what, how much was irregular expenditure for last year that, uh, um, you know, Randall can actually then fully take accountability for, that will be about $8 million. And it's still $8 million, uh, too too much. I'm not excusing that, but I'm just saying, you know, once you start putting things into, into context, you realize that, um, you know, um, what he has been accused of is actually something that if you wanted to continue, it would be easy to put the facts on the table and then continue from there. But he felt that uh, perhaps um, what he now needs to do is concentrate on, uh, you know, his health, one, but two, um, allow, um, you know, the person or anybody that might be coming in um, to, um, you know, begin the stabilization of uh, the municipal finances and also um, look at, uh, you know, frustrating of uh, service delivery within the municipality. So who's the DA putting forward then? Well, that's a process that we're still going to need to engage on. You remember, again, that, uh, you know, his, his uh, designation doesn't take effect until the 28th of, uh, of February midnight. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, um, there, you know, there is a two-week period in which, um, from this evening, we're engaging with our coalition partners, that's number one. Number two is that there will be a, a process, uh, you know, that we will undertake um, in order to be able to then put up an alternative kind uh, to put up an alternative candidate. Um, and then the conversation with the alliance partners, sorry, not the alliance, but the coalition partners. Um, the Action SA, for instance, have raised some concerns around um, Rendell Williams's mayorship and also his leadership. Uh, could that be one of the reasons um, that he resigned? Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's it, 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 it's an issue that, um, you know, Rendell has also highlighted. To then say, look, it, it has been like there's some kind of a witch hunt that has been taking place. He had been accused, uh, you know, you yeah. remember through the Grotos, um so-called uh, contract, which was never even a contract to start off with. And he, there was a full-on investigation by the independent um, body, which have found that Randall was not even in the wrong. You know, so you, 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 you go through all of those things, and then he realizes that perhaps um, he must step aside so that, uh, you know, he's not then used yeah. as, an, as, a, as, a, as an excuse for the instability um, in the coalition um, in the city of Swan. Okay, so when you present your candidate and you decide on those on that candidate over the next two weeks, do you anticipate at all that Action SA would also put forward a candidate just like they did here in the city of Joburg? Well, um, I think it's a conversation that we I don't want to preempt. We will have a conversation internally, and when I say internally, I'm talking about all the coalition partners. We'll have a meeting as a fact. We, we uh, the first meeting is actually this evening. Um, where we're hoping that we're able to then start ironing out some of this, yeah. um, you know, what if and, 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 and the, the uncertainty that is there. So we're not going to then uh, start putting um, positions of other um, other uh, partners uh, within the coalition um, and or, and then what the, what their positions would be. We'd rather have a conversation with them. And once we've had a conversation with them, I think, uh, you know, we will then be able to then speak from an informed position in terms of what uh, each party is then going to do with this regard. Uh, Solly, just a final one. Speaking politically, though, do you think at all that Action SA is also working with the ANC and the EFF? Um, that move in, in the city of Johannesburg, for instance, of course, would have meant that Action SA with its councillors would be voting for their candidate whose name has been put forward and that would then split the vote. Do you know of any conversation happening between Action SA, the EFF, as well as the ANC? 
Well, I don't know about uh, in the city of Tuani, um, but in the city of Tuani, we know that they had actually started engaging with uh, with the EFF as an example. And in fact, they had actually done a spreadsheet that we uh, ended up getting that shows how they thought that uh, if it was going to be a three-horse race, how the DA, with the help, um, or with, with them getting the help of uh, the, the EFF, would then mean that we would have been dropped in the first round, and then mm. we would have been forced to then vote with them in the second round, which uh, unfortunately that fell off because um, in the first round the EFF voted with the ANC and the other smaller parties, and they were able to then get that uh, clear majority in the first round. So um, in the future, also, I, mean, I cannot then uh, tell you, um, you know, if there were any conversation or if there are conversations that will lead, um, you know, to them voting with the. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the ANC and the EFF. And if they do, they will only have uh, their voters to go and uh, answer to because they've been very, very clear in terms of who they will not uh, go into coalition with. In fact, they were publishing, you remember, um, yep. a month or two ago, they the published survey. themselves um, the survey that says that ANC and EFF are a complete no-no for them. So if they do, then they'll have to go and explain to their own voters why they decided to go that way. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Solim Simanga is the leader of the DA in Gauteng. It's five minutes before four o'clock.